0: Welcome to the Eat, Slay, Live podcast.
1: And we are the Loxicutioners. We're going to be eating lightning and talking thunder and powerbombing you right in the ear holes today.
0: 49 brother show for almost a 50 one away from from 50 which i i think is kind of a uh a nice little benchmark to get to it's big to us i um i heard the other day that um i think this is correct 75 percent of podcasts don't get past show number nine yeah um that gary v that we both Mm -hmm. follow and, and uh he throws out some good stuff i saw the other day where he didn't drop numbers but he was yelling into the video that all podcasts and content for 2022 has dropped off the cliff you know, I mean, I know it probably skyrocketed over COVID. People were home and things like that. They started researching, getting into things, but he was just screaming into the mic about it dropping off so let much. Let them so drop. Getting to number let 50 <laughs> is a milestone. Let them drop. We're going to do kind drop. of a special show too, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, next Wednesday, we'll do a, we'll yeah, do we'll do a special show. Special yeah, we show. got some things.
1: We'll post it on social media, but we got some questions and things we want to throw out there to people. So, yep.
0: Um mm. our guest that we have today, um, I don't know a lot about him, but I know he's a busy man, so... Um, this little, our little pre-talk. We're gonna keep it quick today. I'm gonna ask you about.
1: Now, nothing. if you ask me about something, you know we're not well, I keeping know, it quick. I know, but that's
0: why. That's so. why I'm <laughs> getting right to this. So, uh, progress on kindly savage.
1: Man, it's going great. I put that video out there with my boy, uh, the Beast Man, Justin Bonner. Uh, I put that video out there and man, we've had so many people like want to get involved, want to sponsor, be a volunteer. How can they help different things like that? So yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been the reception for that's been amazing. I cannot wait. I'm so excited about it.
0: You're, you're, uh, you're great with words and coming up with names and, and descriptions of things. Kindly Savage is your number one. <laughs> is it? <laughs> of all time. You know what?
1: And here's right, I came. Like, so, you know, Justin uh, Bonner that comes here and does the workouts, my, you know, my assistant coach, you know, he has Down syndrome. He comes here and he does circuit twice, two to three times a week. Do you know what I'm saying? And he stands up there with me at the board. Mm-hmm. And as people come up there, I, you know, you know how I am. I'm, I'm, I'm ripping them. Uh, you know, I'm giving them hell and blah, 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 blah. And he, like, he will just will not do it. He'll t- t- he'll tell me like to stop yelling. <laughs> or he says he he says I'm I'm good cop. He's bad cop. And like I'll tell him like hey go over there and tell those people to shut up. Like <laughs> he dude you ca- he will not say a negative. He's just too kind. So it's kind of like you know that's where yeah he comes in, he does the workout. You know like he's like a savage. That's why we call him the beast man. Yeah. You know and then you know kindly savage just kind of just went
0: together. So uh, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have put that as why you came up with the name, but yeah, that's, yeah, that makes sense. That's yeah. awesome.
1: Now our guest. this might be the first time we've had a guest that neither one of us have ever met before, right? We've had guests on that. You haven't met that. I haven't really met,
0: yeah I would, but, say, I would say so. Yeah. But this is the first
1: time, like someone just said, uh, Melissa Dublow, who, who works for our guests today. She's like, she sent me a message like, hey, I think you and this guy would be friends <laughs> Which, <laughs> she's match she's friend matchmaking or something and then I kind of I, I looked him up and saw the all the things he's doing I'm like you know what let's just get him on the podcast
0: and and I've seen before meeting him I've seen his videos and stuff and and that she said that yeah that relates. Yeah, yeah, so I can see
1: that. A new, we got a new friend, Ross, new bestie. Uh, well, our guest today, his name is Thomas Harrell. Am I saying Her- Harrell right? Am I yes. saying that right? All right, Thomas Harrell, uh, welcome to the show, brother.
2: Hey, I'm glad to be here.
1: It was it was a great meeting him. Like seriously, first time you walked into it, first time we met. So that 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 was kind of like I said, that's something new for us, and we we enjoy it. So, uh, welcome to the Eat, Slay, Live podcast. What we're gonna do today is we're gonna have a conversation. Absolutely. Three, three dudes having a conversation. Mo- about you until I try to jump in and make it about me, and Ross gets me back, <laughs> bring, brings it back on course. So, uh, Thomas, uh,
2: we'll just start. We're going to start right from the beginning, brother. Where where were you born? Where were you raised? Okay, uh, I was born in St. Louis, Missouri, at okay. Barnes Hospital. Uh, I was raised in Lebanon, Illinois. Then we moved to East St. Louis for a few years till I was twelve. Then we moved to Greenville, Illinois, which was a culture shock, mm-hmm. but it was the laying of a platform for me. Uh, hard work, Greenville, country town, farming, bailing hay in the summers, yeah. uh, making sure you have a job, to make sure you have a car at 16. There's no public transportation. So uh, those things kind of just uh, contributed to build me to who I am today. Um, what, what do your parents do? My dad, he's a retired railroad engineer. Okay. Yep. My mom, she worked in the medical field. Mm-hmm. She never had to really work. So she finally started working once me and my sister were old enough to Fiend for ourselves. Wait,
1: what did your dad do for the railroad? I'm sorry. He was an engineer. Engineer.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. Yep.
1: Now, when you say engineer, I'm I'm not that right. Do you mean driving the trains or like some sort of like a mechanical rail, like driving the trains? Driving. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yep.
0: Nice. Was that the reason for the move to Greenville?
2: No. So my dad, he's 88 now. Mm-hmm. He was retired when I was born. He <laughs> really? Yeah, how he how old retired. are you? I'm sorry. I'm 42. Okay. He's 88. Um, my mom's 20 years younger than him. So he did well. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so he he was retired when you were born. Yes. So he's like, we're going to move to the country. Is that kind of where?
2: It, yep. what, what you did? Yep, because uh, things were getting kind of rough in East St. Louis. So, yep. yeah, it was time to get out, and it was the best move we could have ever made.
1: Yeah. H- how old was he when he retired?
2: I, 40-something. You only got to put in 20. Yeah. 20, 20-something there. So he was in his wow. late 40s, and I was – I think he was 47 when he had me, so... Yeah. If, wow. if we were
1: smart, we could easily do the math easily. on that, Ross. <laughs> math math is hard. I'm not even over here trying. No, I'm not either. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in, as, a, as a young man, what what, what did you do? Were you, were you in trouble? Were you a good kid? You
2: study hard? You work hard? What... I seed my way through things. Uh, I was a C student. Mm-hmm. I was never an A student. I could have been an A student if I wanted to be, but right. I was an athlete, played basketball, and I just... Seed my way through everything.
1: Now, you played, is it it
2: Greenville High School? I went to Mulberry Grove, actually. Ah, Mulberry Grove. Six minutes outside.
1: Ross and I both went to to Eastern. Ross went there a couple times. Um, (laughs) 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 But we'd pass through and you'd see the signs for Mulberry Grove. Isn't that right? Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, went to Mulberry Grove High School. Uh, What sport? You played basketball? Anything else?
2: That's it. Basketball. basketball? Yep.
1: Yeah. So I'm sorry. Do you have brothers and sisters? I have
2: a sister. She's uh, two years older than me, and uh, she's in Chicago. Gotcha. She does. She's a director over a, a library. Gotcha. Yep. Um. So, what
1: what was our path out of high school? And did you get in trouble in high school, or is it was good kid? Pretty decent
2: kid. I mean, getting fights, getting tussles, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part. If I, if my son turns out to be the way I was in high school, I'll be very happy. Be with okay with yeah, it? i would be, be definitely okay with it. Yeah.
0: Ross, some things I I'm gonna have to tweak with my son. I think with.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, Ross, would you be happy if your kid was like you in high school?
0: Yes. Yes. There's some there's some um, there's some things I'd like to tweak. Maybe some a little more respect. Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
1: But and you you good with the cockiness? I, you good with the cockiness?
0: Yes. <laughs> You need it. You, 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 need good, it so you good with him being as cocky as you were? You man, I think, I think in those teenage years in high school, man, <laughs> people can bring you down. Yeah. you got to be confident in yourself. All right. Okay, bud. <laughs> so what, what was our path out of high school?
2: Out of high school, went to Kaskaski College, took the automotive program, became a mechanic, uh, tried that for about six months. and <laughs> <looked>. <laughs> Six months, huh? Yeah, not happening. Nope. Yeah. This, for a living, cool. I mean... It was a decent living, but I ended up coming back to school in 2000 to SIUE uh, for the criminal justice program. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: What What did we do with that? Would was your plans to be a uh, a police officer?
2: I wanted to be a state poli- a state trooper, mm-hmm. but I ended up getting picked up by DOL, which is a Department of Labor, so it was a federal a federal position, and I was able to be a counselor, and I held that job for the next 12 years.
1: A counselor, okay. Yep. So t- tell me about like who who are you counseling? Who is? Oh, like,
2: okay. So. I was over Region 5 for the Job Corps program, uh-huh. um, and I brought kids into the program, tracked them through the program, and once they graduated, I placed them with employment based upon what career field they went into. Uh, so the Department of Labor, like, like with the government? Yes.
1: Okay, and so people would come there wanting jobs, or how, how would you... Well,
2: the kids, we would recruit them out of high school. So it was a program for 16 to 24-year-olds, mm-hmm. and we took kids that were not having the best time in high school or kids that were out of high school and didn't know what they wanted to do with life, taught them a trade. And if they needed a high school diploma, we would help them get that or their GED, whichever one they tested out to have. And once they get done with our program two years later, I then place that same person with a job that matches their career field that they chose.
0: That's pretty cool. That is really cool. I've never heard of that. Yeah. What What was Area 5? What area did that uh,
2: Region from? 5 was region uh, five. Uh, <laughs> uh, Illinois, Missouri, Wisconsin, uh, Iowa, Indiana, Kentucky, yeah, I was over all that.
0: I thought he was gonna drop some towns and some cities. No, no I,
1: I mean same here. Stakes. I was gonna I thought it was gonna be town same, but that's states area. So Did did they send them to you or did you travel to them
2: or I was twenty five years old uh-huh. traveling.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, nice. Yes. Like how how long would you spend in like each area?
2: Uh just depends on what was needed. Uh three days at a time, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah.
1: That that's that's awesome. Um, and so you did that did that twelve years? Yes. Yeah, I bet. you sell a lot, right? And so I'll just, uh, yeah,
2: yeah. And the experience of just helping people and seeing what the trends were with people, how people's worth ethics were, those type of things kind of helped me to start gathering my own data in my own mind. Uh-huh. And in the process of that, I went and got two master's degrees, one in professional counseling, one in school counseling.
1: And did we stay with the Department of Labor? So you were there twelve years. Yes. Um. And and then what what did you do? Did you stay in the counseling field or?
2: Yes. So I. Became a school counselor following that, but that was a more of an intentional move than anything else because I needed my summers off in order to start building my entrepreneur. Ah uh, like entrepreneur activities. So.
0: so this these twelve years your mind started collecting the database. You knew you were at one point.
2: Intentionally. Yeah. Everything everything became intentional. Every move became intentional. And it just I gave myself a plan and just try to make it just try to execute everything I put my set my mind to.
0: So did working did working with the other businesses and trying to place these people in jobs, and you happen to, I'm guessing, contact the owners or the management, did that give you a good insight and in, in learning? Absolutely. Different businesses as well?
2: Absolutely. And like I said, you learn in HR, you learn in hiring uh, uh, data, those type of things while you're at work making money. So I was like, okay, I'm learning stuff. I'm going to download all this stuff, and I'm going to use it. Line is up. Love people like that. That, that is in, that, in a
0: situation, and you start learning all Not just your job, but you start seeing and learning from all the other. Every jobs. facet
2: of it. Yeah. I started downloading anything anybody did. And I'm just like, oh, I'm going to use this one day. I don't know how.
1: And you're probably, you probably see these companies like, oh, the way they're doing things is horrible, blah, blah, blah. And that's just, I would do it differently, blah, blah, blah. And you go to some other company like, wow, I like how they're doing this. I'm, I'm going to take something from them. So probably all of them are just learning experiences, right? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yep good stuff.
1: I, I love how and then like you know what? I'm get a job where I get the summers off and then I can start start building my empire there. Yes. Wow, that's a that's I a, I I didn't have that type How old do you how old man were you at that time? So 12 years you were in that and then 34. Gotcha. Gotcha. 34. I I didn't have that type of just I don't know insight to think about things like that. I wish I did.
0: Yeah. You know. Late bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> where where did you uh I'm guessing in, in this you said summer's off. So which school did you go to?
2: Uh, which I went to Lindenwood to get my master's degrees, but I worked in the Hazelwood School District. Okay. I was at Hazelwood North Middle, and eventually I got my own program at the Opportunity Center where I, I dealt with all the kids who were uh, on suspension or on the verge of being suspended. So we wanted to make sure we, we put a circle around those kids to try to correct some of those behaviors or whatnot.
0: And not only, obviously, your schooling two master's helps you with that situation. Did your previous job help you? Absolutely. Was, I would think so. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, And so at that point, you have the summers off. Now, when do we kind of go into our
2: entrepreneurship? Two years before I went into the school district. Uh, me and my wife started a home health care in Clayton, Missouri. And we started growing that thing, and it started producing. And we were like, what's going on here? Uh-huh. And I was like, the best way to grow this thing is for me to get more time off. So- I want to take a pay cut, go into the school district, get my summers off to make more money. <laughs> right. One step back, two steps forward. So h- how
1: does home health, how did that
2: come about? Uh, Just a, saw uh, an opening, saw a need? Saw a, f- a friend of ours got in it, and they started explaining it to us. She started years before, we're like, how did you do that? Wow, this is wonderful. And they were making, like, mm-hmm. yeah, they were millionaires. Yeah. So I was like, okay, wow, how, is, how much does it cost to get in this thing? And it, we saw the method, saw how to get in it. We're like, we're doing it doing it. So most of the things that cost money to do to get into this thing, I took it upon myself to do. Like writing the proposal to the, to Medicaid and all those things. I said no nope. instead of hiring someone to do it, you write yeah. it up yourself. It cost 10 grand to do to get that written up for you. I was like, wow. I'm gonna take three months and do it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Is that business still alive today?
2: It's alive, but uh we kind of got rid of it, I guess. We got still we still have the entity, yeah, but we don't have the clients anymore. Uh last year we got rid of all that. So gotcha. Yep.
1: Picked a great area, Clayton. Right? Yes. <laughs> it you weren't bringing in the in the South Roxana. You're bringing in the Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like that. So let's just let's just keep this journey going. So you got you 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 start the home health care over the summers. Uh, you're, you're doing counseling. Uh, when did you finally decide to leave? I'm leaving the uh, schools. Okay.
2: Um. So I had the home health going every summer in my garage while I was working for the school. I detailed cars as well. Cause that's the talent I have. Well, buffing, fit, uh, paint correction, all those things. So I got into that.
1: This this was over the summers.
2: Yep. You do that. Home health and detailing. And gotcha. It got to the point where I'm like, I'm making more money uh, than I am at the school. Right. But I had a ten year plan because you know you got student loans you want to get paid off and forgiven for, and all that yeah. good stuff. So I had a plan, a ten year plan. But things started coming to fruition in three. I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> my 10-year goals have been met in three years. So I started looking for an exit strategy. So that was going to be my next business. What is going to pull me off of this clock? I need one more business to pull me off the clock. Then MSNBC. So was, uh, Amazon's hiring uh, folks to run fleets for them.
0: But you're 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 watching? Watching. MSNBC. I'm watching the MSNBC. And this comes across TV. And this
2: comes across the TV in the summer while I'm off work. I'm just sitting there looking at it. They look, went down the description of... They wanted this person to have leadership experience. They wanted them to already be, have employed people. And I was like, I checked every box. So I'm going to apply for this. So I applied, and the rest was history.
1: Now, what is that? You're running like like
2: kind of logistics? Or yeah, you're your own company. i uh-huh. are getting uh, delivery service partners. They could basically come in, start with their own fleet, grow their own fleet and just have their own delivery company to run packages for Amazon. So you're all you're your own company but you're just a contractor running their packages for. Them. So do you have to get vehicles and things like that? All of it. You provide yeah, so you're just like
0: we're going to do this start from get...
2: scratch. We're going. Yeah. yeah. So so what what do you buy a vehicle? <laughs> you lease them. Yo, there's a company you lease them from. They already have them outfitted for you. So we leased the vehicles. Started at 5. I was it was October 28th, 2019 it was my first day running with 5 vehicles and Grew to forty five. <laughs> <laughs> I came in very aggressive. Uh by Christmas, I think I was running thirty-five. Then I attacked on another ten the following year, right when COVID kicked off and very aggressive. Boom.
0: So you lease the vehicles. I'm assuming that they are logoed with Amazon, yes. not your company. Yep. And yep. I'm assuming you are you are a company, LLC corporation of, of another name, though.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yep td logistics
0: and seeing a lot of your videos and then being which we love the stretching (laughs) yes (laughs) love it so he so if you haven't seen this we watched it together he does he has a video out where his uh, would they say those are your employees yes so he's going through like it's practice to start their day and they're at a big warehouse big and they're always with the amazon
1: like vest or circled whatever.
0: up and they're stre- doing a <laughs> stretching routine to get prepared
2: yes i love it camaraderie it's yeah. a icebreaker all the above counseling hat goes on use it in employment it works
1: team building, yes. camaraderie. Absolutely. You know, they all they all got this uh they all have a mutual hate for you for having to do it. <laughs> yes, yes. Right, so but, was, but it, the if
0: if you really broke it down, you know they feel better.
1: No, they do. Yep. And I, yeah. and and they probably laugh about doing it. And it's we have funny. stretch
2: ambassadors. We we <laughs> have stretch competitions. We have this person lead the stretches versus this person leading the stretches oh, yeah. who's going to come up with the best stuff. It's just yeah. a lot of stuff I've just pulled out of the counseling realm and just use it in the so, employer realm.
0: And where I was going with that, was seeing that a lot of your videos are there at the Amazon warehouse or whatnot, That's, is that your number one job? I mean, is that where you're at most of the time?
2: No. No? Okay. Nope. I visit all places, basically. I have a set schedule that I hit everything every week. So I like to make sure I'm visible and make sure that everybody can put hands or eyes, or, and I can lay something on my ears if they want to. So I'm able to answer questions, whatever, and I'm just I'm reachable.
0: Are, are you at the Amazon warehouse how many days a week?
2: Four. Four. For about an hour,
0: now, hour and a half. You guys run seven days a week?
2: Yes. <clears throat> uh,
1: a couple things. So, Ross, I, I have a feeling like the, the waitresses and bus boys and cooks, they're all going to be stretching. their their shifts at the brick house this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see it now.
0: <laughs> we'll, get a, we'll get some kind of a clap going. <laughs> what, what, what Nick Saban used to do it. What a On three.
2: There you go. There you go.
1: Uh, so when so and now this isn't just about yours but I guess so with Amazon when you see all their delivery business and things like that it's not really them doing it they're contracting out all the uh the 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 uh, the logistics of the whole thing.
2: Yes, the delivery service partners are. It's all owned by individual contractors. Do they have strict
1: standards and things like that? Absolutely, I imagine because they're amazing at Amazon and the people that work for them. People like you doing it. They're amazing at getting packages. You Absolutely, know?
2: they're leading the industry and they have uh, strict regimens that we must uh, uh, go by and mm-hmm. make sure our teams are up to those standards. Absolutely,
0: they they they're leading the industry and. And they started the industry really on what they do. You know, those UPS and all that, but how, you know, everything that Amazon does, they're, they're the leaders of it. Yes. And a lot of times, you know, those leaders who start something like that, somebody else comes in and passes them because they missed out on an opportunity that they should have gotten, not Amazon. Oh, <laughs> they, not, they're, they're not, not missing out. Oh, <laughs> missing no
1: beat. You know, remember when we were kids and like anytime you ordered something, it'd be like, okay, it'd be in, a, like they tell, oh, it'd be in between six and eight weeks. If you ordered something now and it didn't get there for six to eight weeks, if it doesn't get there in six to eight days, you're
0: pissed. I actually just did this yesterday with Amazon. I'll give, give them props, but then I had to get—I ordered something off Amazon in December twenty-sixth, and yesterday I realized I still haven't got this. So I contacted them. I, then I went to track my—you know—you don't even think about it. You just think they're so good. They, yeah, right. I, it's like, man, where is this? Got on there and it said, "Hey, your package might have been lost." Contacted them. Boom, they. Full, full refund just like that
1: yeah that, that they're so good about that yeah yeah it's, it seems like they've you know you like you get on there and it's like one click purchase boom bang it's there. you know what i'm saying like i purchased a book and it was there like in a few hours that night
0: not <laughs> to talk about it it was on too much i guess yeah. but if you would have said like brought that idea up to us When we were kids, we were like, wow, that is the
2: future. Space age. That is back to the future shit right there. Now,
1: you've heard, I've heard, I heard rumors that they were going to start using uh, drones to do that. So, um, but who knows, right? Probably a rumor. Probably just a rumor, but it'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it, Ross? and 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 creepy <laughs> so we get we we get out of we get out of the counseling we got we're we got home health care rolling so home health care and the and amazon thing that that overlapped right yes we got, we got both those businesses going on both of them going first of all is your wife think you're crazy or she, she is she just like is she just a, a baller like you and just like let's go go go
2: go go I was a psychopath to her. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's probably questioning her her, uh, right? her decision to say yes. Yeah. You know, so, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. I think my wife's
1: been there a time or two. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So we got the home health care. We got Amazon. W- what are we doing next? Where are we? <laughs> well, it says getting in with Amazon, learning. And, you, qu- and, and did you keep the detailing business going? Yes. You just get employees to come and start. So the very next
2: business was the detailing business. I, I launched it. Instead
1: with, of just being in your garage, you just being a one-man show, doing you're like, hey, I'm, I'm good at this. I know how to do this. I'm going to yep. turn that into a business.
2: And we had guys working for me at Amazon who who knew how to detail, who said they weren't never given a chance, so we wanted to give mm-hmm. those guys a chance, too, to actually run something. So we went and got a shop here in Collinsville, 771 Spring Street, uh, Winner's Choice Detailing, huge shop, outfitted it, got people rolling. And that's still rolling. That's rolling still as rolling we speak. Right now. Business number three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know here, here and I, I, I are you so like, uh, so uh, like with with your people? That work with, are you so like uh, on them about clean? Mm-hmm. Like how how well their standards are of cleaning?
2: We train. We definitely train to make sure that things are up to standard. That people uh, that they the best product is coming out of that shop mm-hmm. as possible. If you look at our our ratings, like. They're, they're pretty good.
1: But our our mother cleaned houses when we were a kid for a living, and uh, like so that just like when we when we had to clean our if your mom's a house cleaner you're a house cleaner yes yep. and so we we either we were helping her on when she was cleaning a house or just we had chores every day cleaning her. and like like her standards and just come home from school and there'd be a list. And, (laughs) and so, you know, she was a good cleaner. So therefore she was all over us, white glove testing. So I imagine that's how you are. You started out as a great detailer. So the people you bring in, they have to, they have to live up to what, what your expectations, which probably isn't easy, right?
2: Not easy, not at all. But there's
1: people that just love cleaning cars, isn't there? doesn't even have to be their own. They just love cleaning cars. It's just a, it's a weird little, I don't want to call it a fetish, but something, you know what I'm saying? Something that's wired in that people just love doing that.
2: Therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. It's very therapeutic. I
1: wish it was therapeutic to me. <laughs> I had someone look in my window the other day or yesterday and say, man, you need to clean this thing. <laughs> if
0: it wasn't for my oldest daughter, uh, my car would probably be a disaster. But she stays on me. Yeah. She has to ride she in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Makes
1: sense. Gotcha. Got so what, what, where else are we going? What else? What do we got? What do we go? What, we look, go, what, we look, go, what if, What's you so got
0: look, something else? Get this. So we're, we're health home care. Yep. Um, is where we start. Then you start detailing as well. And then the Amazon hits. Yep. And from Amazon, our next venture is? FedEx. FedEx. Yep. <laughs> that,
2: that seems like a conflict of interest. Yeah. <laughs> Let's explain that. Well, my brainchild behind it was Amazon's number one. Why wouldn't I join forces with number two as well? And take what you learned with number one and bring and, it to number two. And be excellent in number two as well. So I, one of my buddies, I grabbed him and we had a conversation. And we were like, hey, you want to go into this with me? He was like, sure, let's go. So, so, is it
0: basically the same business that you have with Amazon? You now have with FedEx as well.
2: Same. I went and bought six three zero three three. That zip code. That's our zip code. That's what we. So service.
0: hold on. So, so you went and say that one. You went and bought what? Six
1: three
2: zero three. You bought the zip code. Yes, for, for <laughs> FedEx purposes. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> so you're the only. You're the only FedEx in that
2: zip code. In that, in zip, that code. zip code. Yep.
1: <laughs> That's pretty cool. So. It, Did FedEx kind of just start doing – because they used to just have employees, right, just like UPS, and they're just in their trucks,
2: or or they they start copying Amazon? The Express side was FedEx, but it's always been contractors. Okay. Same. It's always been the same. Yep. So when you look at a FedEx truck, you'll see right below the driver where he steps out, it's going to say contracted by – On ours, it's TDT Logistics out of Greenville, Illinois. But Mm -hmm. most FedEx trucks, the bread trucks that you see out, the big ones, they're going to say what contractor runs it. Really? Yep.
1: Do some people just have one truck and their own truck, and that's what they do, or is it mostly someone like you who just has a fleet and kind of and runs runs a fleet of
2: trucks? It's by zip code. So if you got a zip code, you're going to need several. Oh, okay. So
1: that's the only way they do it. You're not splitting up a zip code. Someone takes no. It's
2: not like one guy in one truck. Helen this no, it's just it's contractors, however many trucks you need for that zip code, you go buy and you bring in a team and you run and you execute.
1: So do you how how many trucks do you have for FedEx? Seventeen.
2: Seventeen and yep.
1: still forty-five for Amazon?
0: Yep. And do you do you lease the trucks with for FedEx as well or do you buy, buy, them, them? buy them? So you
2: now those. is it FedEx logoed or is it your logo? FedEx logo.
0: Okay. Yep. Where do you
1: keep
2: those? At FedEx, the, oh, the, they let yeah. you keep them there. Okay, absolutely. Same with Amazon; you keep them there on site. That's convenient. Huh.
1: So, how many in that zip? I can't. I can't remember the zip code six three three nine zero two one zero. But uh, so, how how many people live in that zip code
2: approximately? I would say Eight. thirty thousand, maybe thirty thousand. We're moving about thousand stops a day. You're moving about a thousand stops a day yep. in that. Yep. Mm 1,000 stops, about 1,600 packages a day.
0: Is that how they project how many trucks you got to have out the population? Absolutely.
2: Yep. Hmm. Um,
0: We're learning today. (laughs) We (laughs) We are are learning today. (laughs) I'm a little speechless that this is. (laughs) I kind of would have thought that because seeing your videos, I was interested. Um, I would have just thought all this was done by owned and operated by Amazon. Nope. I didn't know it was yep. contracted out yep. like
1: this. Yeah, it? I was curious when I saw him on Amazon. Well, how do you?
0: What? What do you? Yeah, I was curious about that too. It was obvious that you were an owner of some kind of business yeah. in Amazon, but I didn't. I couldn't. It's interesting. All yeah. right, what else you
1: got for us, Thomas? Yeah. I don't know how to else to transition into it, but then we got we we're, we got the Amazon, we got FedEx, we got home health care. we got uh, the the car detailing, and, and then what do we where what do we venture off to next?
0: Did, did we skip Did we skip car detailing? Because uh, did we skip over that too fast? Because it seems like that's a pretty big business for you. Yes, you wouldn't got a place in Collinsville. Yes, um, do we need to give that some more attention? Uh, not no. necessarily.
2: I mean, how before.
1: many employees do you have at the, the detailing?
2: Five. Five right now. Yep. We'll expand every summer, but in the winter, you got to squeeze it on in. Mm. But anytime the guys get to the slow point, I got other jobs for them. So we try to spread people out, just keep everybody in the family.
1: Like, hey, we, we don't have any cars, and we have to come deliver some packages today. <laughs> maybe. <All
2: right>. <laughs> <laughs> we just try to take
1: care of it. Can everybody. they be interchangeable like that? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe getting a really busy season of Amazon and you have a driver and maybe a runner or something. huh? I don't know. I'm just making well, things across. Depends.
2: Right, depends. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Depends. But I usually don't have runners. The drivers are pretty good. Our team's pretty good at taking care of their own van and own trucks and running their routes. So yeah.
0: How often are, are you at the detailing? Uh about twice a week. Yep. You got someone running it for you or Absolutely. some manager yep.
2: there? Aaron. His name's Aaron. We yeah. call him AA Ron and he's, he's <laughs> he is the man. Yeah. He is the man. Uh, his he has another guy named Tyler there too as well. They both run the show and they, they're doing they're killing it over there.
1: Can I can I ask how many like about how many vehicles you have a week?
2: A week? Um a busy week. Let's probably say 15, 20. Because we're more of a luxury detailing shop. We're not just hammering stuff out. We're taking care of custom jobs, those type of things. So we got, got the guys uh, um, taking care of cars deeply, like so, deeply. This is detailing detailing. This isn't this, the the word detailing being used f- just for cleaning a car. We actually are putting that into work for it. So.
1: You're, you're, most of your clients aren't bringing in like a 2001 Nissan Altima.
2: Well, guessing. I mean, they will. They will, but, but if they wanted to...
1: But you have a reputation sort of in the luxury vehicle business,
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we have regular vehicles as well. Like the, the ultimate will come in there, but they mm-hmm. understand, like, uh, given the price is given, it's going to look a lot different when you get it back. Mm-hmm. We're going to hold on to it so the guys actually have time to work on it. Instead of just trying to rush it out in an hour, they got three hours to work on that vehicle. So, yeah, we keep things good and spaced out, but our prices reflect so if the business can run itself, everybody's paid, and we're good. Two to three cars a day would be busy? Three to four. Three to four. Yep. We've had days where we've got six out, wow. just depending on how many people we have on the uh, schedule that day. Yeah. yeah, so
0: I like that. Um, so FedEx is our is our last <laughs> job that we talked about. Yeah, <laughs> wh- where's the next venture after FedEx?
2: All right, I teamed up with another one of my buddies because we like to. I like to do partnerships. Now
1: these these guys you partner up with, now are these uh, high school friends, college friends, guys like guys you've just met in different businesses and industries where
2: just people I've met throughout life, and mm-hmm. they had work ethic. Mm-hmm. They had work ethic, and I've always asked, like, hey, do you want in? I've asked a lot of people, do you want in? If they want in, they're in. I've asked people if they want in, they say no. I want like, in, Todd.
1: I was about to <laughs> say, get off me, Ross. I was like, man, man I hope he calls me later. He's like, like,
0: Todd, you want in? I'm like, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> so You got to have me cleaning houses.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so then I grabbed one of my other buddies, and we went into box trucking. And we started running those for John Deere. We got up to 12 of them.
1: Well, I don't, okay, you're going to have to explain this to I got a box, box. truck. Box trucking. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Ross
2: running box trucks. 26-foot box trucks with the lift gate on the back. Mm-hmm. We were running John Deere parts overnight. So we started. I, I have access to drivers already. I have drivers who want to do something more and want something better. So you already have a pipeline. So it made sense. So you're just doing this for just specifically John Deere? Well, uh, middle contractor. Uh, uh, Lancer. Mm-hmm. Yep, in Madison, Illinois. So yeah, and, and just running parts, running is parts. That, yeah, yep.
0: Is that is that to customers? Or is that to
2: dealerships? Dealerships. Yep. So okay. drivers went out. They had six, seven stops a night. They usually get out at around eleven thirty p.m., midnight, and they're back home by eight a.m., nine a.m. at the latest, and that's it. Five, hmm. five days a week, weekends off.
1: And it's all kind of like a lot of the stuff is sort of the same sort of like um umbrella. Like it's it's delivery. Delivery. Yes. You've mastered the delivery. It's like I can deliver anything. Right. I'm delivering <laughs> babies next week. <laughs> all right, where 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 are we going after that?
2: From there, uh me and my wife, we teamed up with my partner with FedEx, and we went and bought four Eskimo Hut franchises which are frozen daiquiris to go. Um, now you have—is this in Edwardsville? That's I've the first heard of one. This, yeah. That's the first one, and we're uh-huh. going to have three more here in the area. Uh, we're looking at quite a few different places, but those announcements will come out soon.
1: T- tell us t- what now? What's the the Eskimo? Da- it's the daiquiris to go. Yes, w- and what's that?
2: Uh, just frozen daiquiris for alcoholic beverages. Of course, we mm-hmm. do have the virgin version of it, and uh, we have over, I think, forty different flavors. And you just you come in, you get your daiquiri. You take it on out. Keep it rolling.
0: No, so no, no, in inside seating.
2: Yes, the, actually, okay. we're this location will have inside seating and patio seating as well. In, 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 in Edwardsville, in Edwardsville, yeah. So Edwardsville is a different type of place where you want to put a different ambiance. So we're going to make sure we provide that for Edwardsville.
1: No, this fran- this is a franchise. Yes. yes,
2: yes, yep.
0: Is is and and maybe we? I'd seen a picture of you on Facebook where um, some kind of construction was going on or about to start. You guys were all there. The conference maybe. Had your hard hat on. Yeah, that was a groundbreaking okay. ceremony. Is that where this is going?
2: Yes. Gotcha. On Trace, but uh, Trace on the park. On the Trace park. park. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: And so that you so you already <clears throat> have an agreement to lease one of their one of their places. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yep. That that. Parkway on the tra- trace on the park, whatever it's called. That's, that's a ge- we were We were talking about that the other day. It's just a genius idea.
2: Genius. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it makes me. There's a girl that uh, is, I, I don't know exactly her title there. She's a some sort of managing something there and and uh, i always see her pictures and things like that i was like god i want to live there (laughs) you know what i'm saying like they do fun activities and things like that they have a pool they you know they'll have like disco night i'm just making that up they'll have disco night or something like that and then they'll walk down to drunken fish or or whatever one of those places there and like it just seems like a, a fun place to live yeah Lauren Davis, have you have you met Lauren Davis there?
2: I'm a face guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Names, oh, God. I'm, gotcha. I'm pretty rough at them.
1: Well, you have a lot of faces and names in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's coming soon. Yes. The Eskimo Hut is coming and,
0: soon. And you purchased four of them, is that
2: Yes. Four of them. Yep. And then, so other locations will be. Yep. Announce yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're with announced soon. We're working we're with yeah. a lot of places right now and just trying to find the best fit. Once yeah. we find those fits, we'll just put out the list and. We we'll go from there.
0: Where where uh, where are Eskimo Huts at now? Currently,
2: uh, they're in Texas, Oklahoma, and Idaho. Okay, yep, doing pretty well. They're doing pretty well. Doing great. H- yeah. How did yeah. you how did you discover those? Uh, we wanted to find. We wanted daiquiris. We were walking out of another business of ours <laughs> on Trace on the Parkway, which is a central venue. It is a micro event space for like weddings, small weddings, uh, retirement parties, birthday parties, those things. We were walking out of there, and. Conversation happened. Like this place needs slushies. <laughs> slushies. We need I, slushies. I
1: walk out of places all the time. i this place yeah. needs a slushie.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. It needs a slushie. So yeah, the research then started. The research started that day. We had people on the phone. By the end of the week, and we started going touring and tasting. Mover and a shaker. Yeah.
1: So yeah, we, we I feel like we just kind of skipped over the little micro venue at the at the tra- at Trace. But yes. what what is that? What is you just have a like a little like
2: vent space there? And yeah, about twelve hundred feet. Uh, it it twelve hundred square. Mm-hmm. Um, it fits in a cocktail hour type set, You can get eighty people in there. Sit down dinner style. You're about sixty. But it works because post COVID people are starting to shrink up their events. Mm-hmm. People aren't spending money on big things anymore. Some people want to keep stuff more. You know, smaller, but it's more affordable. Those things, but some people still want the big stuff. But you want some in between. Yeah. For example, uh, when we do our Christmas parties for our Amazon company, we want to have a Christmas party, but you want, you don't want to spend five grand for forty people. So why not have a spot?
0: Hey, you you're, you're talking to the say, I got I have same uh, event center. Okay. Holds, holds 120. Okay. And so where the niche that we saw is exactly what you're explaining. Okay. If you're gonna have a small wedding, you want a small reception. You don't want to go sp- spend for all the square footage to hold 500 people when you're only gonna have 50. Yes. So we 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 saw that niche and 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 that's why we went with the smaller venue because there wasn't many of them. Right. And so and then you can u- utilize it for so much.
2: Absolutely. And I'm not gonna take credit for it. My wife she came up with the idea when she said it. My mouth dropped. And I was right. like. Let's go.
1: <laughs> and you kind of, kind of built in audience there, built in
0: uh, clients there with the trace, right? They're foot traffic. Yeah, yeah. What's the, what's the name
2: of What's the name of your event venue? space? Essential yeah. Venue.
0: Central Venue.
2: Yep. It Has a big EV on the door, on each side of the door, and way up at the top. Nice. Yep. Um, How long have you had that? <laughs> uh, I think we launched that April 1st of this past year, 2022. Oh. We've well, had it since 2021. We started on it. But uh, we launched it April 1st, of, I'm not mistaken, April, March or April 1st. I'm not sure what day, but yeah.
1: On that subject, you don't, you're don't. right. You don't see people having these 500 people wedding receptions anymore, do you? Not a lot. I remember going when I, I was in my 20s, 25, like
0: you go to these and it'd be like five, six, seven, like just... Like a big giant KC hall, like would be <laughs> yeah, filled, filled with it's like want, how many people can you get to work?
1: Yeah, it was it was kind of like that. Like, yeah. oh, you know what I'm saying? It was almost like a like you had a more successful wedding because you had more people there. <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy concept, right?
2: <laughs> Spend more, right? Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly.
1: Yeah. Um so we Eskimo Hut's going. What's
0: next? What else we got rolling? So the um is did Eskimo Hut come about before
2: Central Venue? If Central Venue was first.
0: Okay, because you're walking out,
2: yes. Yeah, okay. we're walking yep. out of there, and just slushies. Let's get some slushies.
1: So it's going to be very
2: close to the essential venue. Very close. Yeah. It's in the same lot, basically. Gotcha. Yeah. So it'll be there. Got ya.
0: Good deal. Is there, is there something else? There's more, right? There <laughs> I know at least two more. I know at least two more myself.
2: <laughs> I partnered with a friend of mine, and uh, he wanted to expand his Avis and budget car rental. He had a truck rental for Budget, but he wanted to go into Avis and Budget. And I partnered with him on that in Florissant. So I came in on that one. I'm on my way out of that one now because I, I don't have the time to keep crossing the bridge. So mm-hmm. I'm in the process of getting bought out of that. So so it's
1: more of like in the delivery delivery realm?
2: Well, or, that, Oh, it's that's car rental. car oh, rental. Car rental. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I like it. Not mm-hmm. for me. So yeah. Yeah, I'm coming out of it. But it was, it's a good opportunity. It's uh, very profitable, but it's just not for me.
1: Yeah. So. And and you probably want to be able to get, if you can't give it all the attention it needs. It's Absolutely right. Absolutely, especially yeah.
2: with everything else going, and I have everything pretty close and in proximity to where I can hit everything I need to hit. Right. Yep. Yeah.
1: And I know we got a furniture store. I know we have it is a wine bar. Let's
0: try to keep these in order. Okay. I like this.
2: Yes. <laughs> What's our next venture? Furniture store. Uh-huh. Yeah, so <laughs> I then team with my same buddy. And,
0: and the name of the furniture store?
2: Wall to wall home and commercial furnishing. And,
0: and he, this
1: is the buddy from what business?
2: FedEx. FedEx. Yep. And Eskimo Hut.
0: Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and, and it seemed like I see the pictures on that, and it said, you know, we're not, we're not ready to start. doing it. But I've told my wife numerous times when we go to redo our our living room and our main level of our house, we're going there. I mean, the pictures that you guys put up on social media, I mean, it just. They're eye-popping. Yeah. They, they, they draw
2: they draw in. It's different. It's, just right. a, it's a different experience. It's, it's a total different shopping experience, too. It's like we, we offer three prongs of shopping. You come in the store. You see it. We put stuff on the floor It's like some of our best sellers. If you see it, you buy it. Or you come in the store. You sit on one of our kiosks and shop just the same way I shop uh, my distributors. You can shop the same distributors and pick stuff, and we price it for you, get it delivered, get it out. Or people could do it from home. They go on our website, shop our distributors, text us what they want. We text them back prices. They say we want it, we order it, we get it in, we get it out. Being in logistics has helped us to understand like basically we're doing drop shipping, but it's dropping on our floor first and we get it out the same day. So my prices are different because I don't have to store all this stuff. Yeah. I don't have to keep all this stuff. I can get it straight in here, straight out. So that's how. Dro-
0: drop that website. I think all right. that,
2: that'll. www.walltowalledetwordsville.com. Yeah. You know, I don't know why I know this,
1: but like buying furniture these days is like terrible experience, right? Because people like order stuff and they're not getting it for six, eight months. Is that, isn't that correct?
2: Yep, it's happening in some cases, but in a lot of cases, if we. See, I'm not saying for, I'm not yep. saying
1: you. I mean, it sounds like you have a different a, a approach. different yeah. approach going on than like I don't want to say a name, but I always hear another mm-hmm. one in Edwardsville that gets gets brought up a lot. That like you know they order something, oh, i will be here in a month, and it's been six, seven, eight months later and they still haven't got it yeah so I mean, it sounds like with your logistics
2: background it's you're you're solving that problem we're able to make it happen definitely yeah. and if we can't make it happen we tell you yeah it, this isn't going to happen so. and,
1: and, and that's the big thing in a lot of businesses like just tell us what you're going to do and do what you're going say you're going to do yes. if you tell me it's going to be eight months okay I'll, I'll sit back and wait but when you say a month and then it's eight months that's when the problems occur right
2: yep you want the decision in your hands yeah, absolutely. If you're going to wait or not, so, right? Exit. I yeah.
0: well, like that. Like yeah, be, be up front with me. Right. That's that's all I ask. That's it. You know, that's,
2: that's it. And we're new to the furniture, but we're not new to business. So therefore, we came in and we thought, well, do it differently. Figure mm-hmm. it out. Let's figure out something different. Something different. How would I want it to work? What would what would be something that would just make me just come to your store? Let's do it and just make it happen. That's it. Right. Gotcha.
0: I love that. And that's really where this, <clears throat> the connection of getting him in came from, right? I Melissa
1: Dublow, who works there, and yes, yes, yes,
0: exactly. Gotcha.
2: And she she's he sent you in there. She's like she manages the store, and she also is one of our buyers, as well as she outfits homes, and she knows more about furniture than I've ever seen. In life. <laughs> I she would had,
0: imagine knowing Melissa, I would imagine Melissa would be would have an eye for that stuff. She does. She yeah.
1: has very good style. And she's also a person that, like, when she's into something or, like, she puts her heart into it. She goes it. all the way in it. Like, I see her videos all the time about, you know, just, saying, hey, this is what we have in right now. like I And it's funny. Like, I know that you guys are getting ready to get, like, like you're trying to liquidate a lot of what you have now because you want to get in new inventory. I know that just from seeing her videos.
2: Absolutely. We're out of here Tuesday going to Furniture Market in Vegas. And I was, we're just going to just point out stuff and bring it back. That's it. Get it delivered. So, yeah, we're going to restock our floor, see what's new out here, especially with outdoor furniture. And just keep stuff fresh. Oh, That's awesome. I dig it. <laughs> I, I dig it. I do too.
1: What else we got, brother? I know you had a big grand opening. I don't know if it was a grand opening or a big event at another one of your businesses that you haven't mentioned yet.
2: Oh, yes. Uh, what happened to be the wine bar? <laughs> ben 51, correct? On Main Street. Yep. Uh-huh. In Edwardsville. Um, We're... I got that. We got that business from a lifelong friend. Not lifelong, but since I've been in Edwardsville, uh, Doctor Osika, he's a dentist, and I've known him since I was twenty. He sat at my parents' table at our wedding, and he's been the owner of it. And now, there's time, he wants to move on. So he talked to me and he's like, "Hey, if you want to roll with this, you're going to roll with it." And I'm like, "I'm rolling with." It. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do, you, do you own that? Do you own that building?
2: Not yet. Does he own it?
0: Yes. So that's in the process of. Yes, in the process. That that real estate there is. This is
2: I would think key. It is key. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're in the process of finishing that part, but we do own bin fifty one ink and all contents right now. So working on getting that building.
1: Is there is there other things connected to the the building? Or is it just that just it? I don't know. I is, there, the, is there other the business? whole
2: main street, everything is attached basically? It's one long parcel looks like with you know with the little gaps in them. Mm-hmm. But uh there is are it, a few is there upstairs? No, no upstairs. No upstairs on bin 51? Okay. Yeah.
0: So you'll
1: only own bin 51? Where where Ben Fifty One is, you won't own the businesses connected to it. No, no, no.
2: Okay, just that bar. Yep. Yeah, I gotcha.
1: So you guys had an event the other night.
2: Yes. Great. Yeah. 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 And what was
1: that? Just kind of introducing.
2: Introducing and bringing some new flavor to the place. Uh, basically, what we're doing there is, uh, we're doing every other Wednesday. We helping people develop their wine palettes. Okay, because like I remember my when I first jumped into wine a couple of years ago, I didn't know what I liked. And I spent a lot of money in the meantime buying stuff that I didn't necessarily like. And I'm like, okay, I spent 44 bucks on this bottle of wine and I hate it, but I'm going to finish it. Mm-hmm. Right. So what we're doing is, uh, taking tours of different wines. This last event was the Cabernet, um, uh, section of it, uh, two weeks from now, uh, well, one week from now, February 8th, we're doing all things bubbly. And then from there, we're going to lay out an event every other Thursday. We're going to have, uh, teaching. We're going to teach cocktail classes. We have a bourbon guy that we've, uh, teamed up with from bourbon and banter, Pops Garrett. And we're going to uh bring a lot of bourbon activities to the place as well. Bourbon's hot right now, isn't it?
1: People love bourbon.
2: I love some bourbon. Russ, are you?
1: weren't yeah. bur- you a
0: bourbon drinker now or something? Buffalo Trace. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at you. Look at you. I, for the long such so an I adult. Couldn't, I couldn't I couldn't stand whiskey. Um <clears throat> one of my best friends is a total whiskey drinker. Good thing he lives in Oklahoma because every time now he comes home or i go there i mean we we get our whiskey on yeah and uh and he he's he's taught me so much about it and how to drink it and and uh found one that i love there you go you know uh, but it's an it's an interesting game there it i is. didn't i mean it's like um whiskey to me cuz i'm a i'm a original jordan shoe guy there you go you know there's people that treat the whiskey game like the jordan game you know, they collect them, and, and he's, you go to his house, and he has this unbelievable collection. And it's like, damn, I didn't know. And then he starts talking about the just, you know, that corner, that whiskey corner of the world. And I'm like, Man, I had no idea it was like that. Right. But now, you know, I've got into it a little bit, and now our, our restaurant has stepped up big time with it because it's I just, I was missing the boat. Okay. <laughs> so um, we're going to have to get over to Ben 51. <laughs> Sounds like it. Up, um, I became close to uh, you know, Black Friday Liquidator. Okay. Um, the owner over there came close. to I was over there buying something the other day, and he, um, he just, he just had a wine tasting party, um, and he was talking to me about his cellar. And I, I know nothing about wine. My, if my, my wife brings something home, she's like, "Hey, you want a glass? Here it is." Like that's yeah. as far as I go. I, I didn't even think this much into wine. Like he has a wine cellar. and It's like, yeah, I, you know, bought a fifteen bottle of wine, you know, back, blah blah blah. And now it's worth sixty five dollars because I stuck in my wine cellar over so many years. I'm like. Damn. Okay. Right. Okay. But right. okay. Yeah. Uh, no. Do you guys
2: have a wine cellar there? No. No. We don't have a wine cellar there. But everything's there on the shelf. we have we got temperature controlled inside, and we're going to get a couple coolers for more of our expensive wines to make sure that those are being treated properly as well. So, yep. How long has Ben Fifty One been going? Uh, Wally, he opened that. I would say ten, maybe even fifteen years ago. It's been. A, it was at a different location at first, but then he got the property on Edwardsville. I mean, on Main Street in Edwardsville, and that's where he moved it over there. And it's been there for at least eight years, I believe. Gotcha. Yep.
1: I'm sure that's a great location just with the the, the courthouse and just, you know, the, all the attorneys and and
2: law offices being around there. Absolutely. It's a great location. Like yeah. You can't beat it. Yeah. And like I said, we're putting the patio out back. Uh, we're going to bring cigars so they can be smoked out back on the patio. You can't do it inside, of course. Right. But, uh, yeah. How, how, Good does, plans. how does the
0: parking in the back work there?
2: Parking. Uh, we have. Is that
0: just public parking, or is that owned by certain b- buildings, businesses?
2: Certain buildings and businesses own their parking, uh, but once the evening comes and certain businesses are closed, you can park in those spots. So, pretty much everything has signs to let you know what's what, and you also have the parking along Main Street as well. And we haven't had any troubles thus far, so it works out pretty good. Have we hit all your businesses,
1: Thomas? One more. One more. One more. <laughs> One more. <laughs>
2: what What do you got? D and I transportation.
1: D and I transportation. Just more into logistics.
2: Yes. Yes. Tractor trailers. Tractor trailers. We bought that in December. So what is it to tell us about it?
0: This is the this is the baby. This is the newest.
2: This is the newest. Mm-hmm. So uh we came we got two tractor trailers now, two uh cabs at least. And uh we got a few drivers there they, one just got out of class and we got one just hired on. So we're gonna expand that thing. Uh by the end of the year, I'm looking at probably have 20 rigs on the road. So here we go. <laughs> no, another one. Uh, just a lot to so, learn. So,
1: what what is what are you doing? Like, like if someone mm-hmm. needs something, like you, you just you're, you're just a transportation. Someone needs something delivered, or yeah,
2: we're looking at different companies to contract it. And uh, once we sign on with those companies, we'll run for those. And there's there's a lot out here. Like mm-hmm. Transportation is wide open right now. And just learning the tractor trailer game is a task in itself. But I partnered with my box truck guy, and my, it was my wife's idea. She went forward, and he went forward, and I'm like, let's do it then. And mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a go getter. She's a go getter. Even though she thought I was crazy at first, right? <laughs> now you got her hooked, don't she's you? Hooked. She's hooked. <laughs> what are
1: we starting next? Yeah, let's go. Right? <laughs> do you find it? Do you find it hard with all these business? Like, I mean, are you just like pulled in a thousand different directions, or do you know?
2: I have a great management team in every business. Great, okay. great. Like operations director, assistants, all that stuff. They're all in play. So basically, what we touch. Each Business once or twice a week. Uh, we do I do a meeting called Hear, Help, and Handle. Anything that you need to hear or I need to hear. How can you help? What do I need help with? S- say it. What do you hear? Calling? Help, handle. Help handle. Hear, help, handle. Yep. That's where you hear what you need to hear. Both parties, me and management. What do we need help with and what do we need to handle? You wow, answer those I questions, guess. you delegate, you find out who's doing what. Is that your creation? Uh, I heard it from one of my buddies. One of uh-huh. my buddies, Uh, his name Dwayne Best. He's he's a motivational speaker, and he, he gives me the, a lot of guidance on some of the things I can use. So your help and handle has worked. Nice. Yeah.
1: And now... I- Like starting out, and I know Ross has troubles, had a little trouble with this, and I still do. Is like sort of letting go. Like say you start this business or whatever. Like especially one of the ones when you you, like when you first started, and then sort of walking away and letting someone else manage manage it you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It, have you had any difficulties doing that? Because you've had to do it because you have so many, you can't be at all these places at once.
2: You just want to make sure you got the right person in there. Once you got the mm-hmm. right person in there and they understand your brain child and they're able to execute it to a level that is, you know, where, where you want it done, then you can actually walk away pretty easily. I mean, but I always want to make sure I'm seen. That's why I don't want to get mm. too much going on, but we want to make sure that 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 I'm still reachable, you know. Um Her companies out here that are so big, you will never see the owner, right? Right. But I don't want to be that guy. I mean, that day may be coming, I may have to figure out something different, but for now, this is what's working for me. And until I grow to that other size, then (laughs) I'll tackle that bridge when it gets here, right? Yeah. How much time do you put into um, fixing, tweaking your operations? Daily. Every morning, I'm usually up by 4.50, in the gym by 5.15 or 5.30, don't get me wrong, some days I don't. Yeah, but for the most part that's my routine. Uh while I'm on the bike warming up for the first 20 minutes, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm obsessed with it.
0: I mean, it, it takes up so yeah. much of my my time and and I I, I love it. Yeah. I love tweaking operations, watch seeing like you said, um being inside the business, seeing part of my operations and it Boom! Absolutely, and you can just make that tweak. And all it's a small a sudden, tweak, That's yeah. It. And then
2: you see it just flowing even better. And a lot of times, yeah. people don't. You can't hire anybody to see that. Absolutely. You have to be the guiding light for that in most cases. So yeah, yep.
1: Yeah. Um, I like how you came with a notebook. Yes. I'm, I'm a notebook guy, a manual, a manual write down things type yes. of guy. Like, I have like. Uh, several different of those, like one's for work, my own workouts. One is for like a journaling thing. One is for ID. You know what I'm saying? Like
2: all kinds of them. And I keep a very astringent calendar as well. So as you'll see here, I'm booked. All my reminders go off. There's stuff all over the place. I don't miss anything. Just point it that way. (laughs) I don't have to see it, but it's
0: good. That thing is that thing is full. <laughs>
2: and I also keep notes. I have notes for those. Uh, now you're lists. talking Ross's that's, language. Here we are. These are all lists. These are to do's. I click on that. It has a million to do's. I have FedEx but content. My most boy,
1: of it, almost every one of your businesses has its own little, own little down, file on all there. All the way down. So yeah. So <laughs> and that's Ross, you're a big note on your phone. Guy. All
0: day long. And, every, and notes
2: and uh, you, you sleep well because of that. Oh, absolutely. If, yeah, you, it's if you totally you, changed, I don't have to worry about anything because I know it's taken care of and I will be reminded by the electronic device or the electronic device will lead me to what page I need to read at what time. So I don't have to worry about anything. So when I close my eyes, my brain shuts off just like that.
0: We, we talked about this last show. Um, this was an easy tweak in my life that I made where before I go to bed, I, to do list, it renamed it conquer list. And it's, you know, I make that list, but throughout the entire day, on different brick house rentals, whatever it is that needs it. I, I have just like that. Yep. And I just pff, notes and live. Up. I get down here today and I, I the last six months or so, I've been doing um, setting alarms on my phone for different things that yes. need me to hit just at that time. Todd's like, what it, the hell Like it goes off like three times <laughs> before you got, I'm like, dude, what is going on the things? I had to check off real quick. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, it meant the sleep. Yeah. That it, being organized in that manner has taken away so much anxiety and stress, and allowed me to sleep so much better. Yes, which allow, which, which sleep is
2: to me most important. Seven hours. Yeah,
0: so like that's a six seven hour guy. Have to get those. If I don't get them, I'm, I feel it.
2: I make myself but, get them. If I have to get up and I've only have five hours, I'm going to find two more hours that day to get some sleep.
0: Yeah, you know, um, in, in the book uh, "Own the Day" that I, that I just finished. Um, You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> he talks about that. And there's a big, there's a chapter on sleep and there's other, uh, in, uh, I guess, tribes back in the day, they wouldn't sleep eight hours throughout the, they would sleep, like they would break it down. You get two hours here, you get up, you do whatever, two hours here, two hours, and then be, before it's said and done, they got their eight hours. Right. But they didn't just worry about getting them all at once. Right. Yeah. I, I take a nap every single day.
1: Maybe not on the, maybe not on like a Sunday, but every single day throughout the week, I take a nap. I've already taken a nap today. So I got up here. I had to be here. I was here at 4.30, ran a class from 5.30 to 6.30, went home, took a nap from about 7 to 7.30, and then came. I, I always have to get that nap
2: to recharge myself. That's key. Just keeping it below forty five minutes. Yeah, I don't. Mean, I don't make yeah. sure it's. If you go
1: too long, then you're you the hit that one. The, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly, exactly. Then you wake up and you're just pissed off again. Yep. But yeah, I, I get a nap in every single day. But my schedule is, you know, I'm busy really in the morning. You know, what I'm saying running things, and then again in the afternoon. So between them, I like to just reset myself, recharge, and then be ready for the afternoon and night sessions that I run. There you are.
0: Yeah, a lot of people would look at a nap as you're lazy. Yeah. to get a nap, but that's the opposite really when it comes down to the lifestyle, you know, the three of us live and what time you got to get up and as much stuff you got to do, you need that 20, 30 minutes. It just, then all of a sudden you're up and you're ready to go again. Yep.
1: I've had this argument with people before you can, you can Google this, but like some of the, like the, the greatest men in history, like were nap takers. And I don't, I don't remember. I used to know, I, I used to be able to rattle them off just to make myself look better when people would like laugh about my naps. But, uh, But yeah, there's
0: like uh, so many dudes in history like used to take would take naps throughout the day or whatever. Yeah, there was there's a study that talked about in that book about um, every 30 minutes that you sleep is a is a point and you need five points a day or I think he broke it down to 40 points a week or something like that, whatever it was. and so if you only got 5 hours of sleep so you only got that many points then throughout the day you take a 30 minute nap boom you get another point nice right? i don't remember that in the book yeah. but and uh, at the end of the week you had to have your 40 points or whatever so it was a point system yeah. so somebody like me who's kind of competitive that starts to a little bit. Now I'm not gonna do that, but it yeah. it was a good
1: You and I have turned everything into some sort of competition <laughs> and winning and not losing <laughs> and things like that. Is that is that how
2: I see you shaking your head? You're saying kind of the same way. Same way. Uh my motto is never know. Mm-hmm. Never know. Nothing, well, apparently nothing, it is. Nothing, nothing tells me no. Yeah. Like if I if I don't get it, I'm not asking correctly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, what, what's what's driving you? I mean, is it money? Is it like you're trying to prove like that you can do all this? Are you just want you just enjoy just the 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 sort of chaos, the, the organized chaos
2: of it all? What, what, what drives you, Thomas? It is a live animal. If you want to think about think about it from that perspective in the beginning with home health care, detail shop, Amazon. I kept going out of fear. I didn't want to go back. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, if this rug gets yanked, I'm going back. So let me go ahead and secure this thing. Let me go for the next thing. I'm not going to enjoy yet. Let's, go, let's get something else. I'm not going to enjoy after the, after this adventure. I'm not going to enjoy yet. Let's go get something else. So uh, COVID taught us a lot. A lot of things didn't make it. So if something doesn't make it, do I just go back to being a teacher? Maybe, if I have to, right? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I'm trying to make those other businesses my insurance policy and not having to go back. So what drove me out in the beginning was fear. Now, after seeing what I could bring to the table for is helping people to graduate and go and do better things and helping people with their mindsets. It's more about people now. It's not even about the money. Middle part was about the money. Like, wow, I'm making some money. But once the money's there, then what? You're going spend so much of it. What are you going to buy? Keep buying shoes? Buy a bigger house, yep. buy more cars, then what? So right now it's more about helping people and you I have keeping that focus has kept us growing and it's kept people up front. So now you have nine businesses, ten businesses. Let's just use some flat numbers here. If you have ten businesses and you're able to pay yourself a fifty thousand dollar salary from each business, are you okay? Absolutely. You're definitely okay. Even though you're the lowest paid person for that business. You're able to take care of your management teams. You're able to take care of your assistant managers. You're able to take care of the bonuses. You're able to take care of the people who shouldn't be making, who wouldn't normally make that type of money. So you're able to take care of those people. And that's key to me. More businesses makes it to where everybody's comfortable. Everybody eats.
1: And you're providing you're providing careers for a lot of people. You're providing
2: a lot for a lot of people's families. And skills to where you can get up out of here. Mm -hmm. You have to go like Amazon. If you work for me with Amazon, you can't drive that truck more than a year and a half. You can't get your resume built. When you first start meet with me for the first time, I need to know what or where are you trying to get? How do we get the things you need on your resume on there to get you out of here? Now,
1: Ross, where is this coming from? His uh, very first uh, job with the Department of Labor, getting people jobs and counseling them, them and teaching them. And, like, 12 years of that, like, that's what you're doing with your employees, basically, aren't you? Same job. You're giving them a start. You're placing them. You're giving them work skills, life skills. And you're saying, all right, time to leave the nest
0: and and, and be better. Find out what it is. Yeah. yeah. And I, help you get there. Do you, ever, <clears throat> do you ever allow yourself to celebrate your
2: victories? Absolutely, absolutely.
0: A lot of people have troubles with that. I have troubles with that. Uh, Me me and Todd talk about it often. I always feel like I'm, I'm one day away, from it all. (laughs) Him and I have that fear. We're always like, it motivates me though to keep getting better. It does, Um, but because of that, it also it doesn't allow me. To be proud of myself and tell myself that sometimes, you know, because of the the fear of failure, I guess.
2: The fear of failure as an entrepreneur is going to be there. Like, what happens if this rug just yanks from Mm under? me? One thing I am able to identify right now is if you pull the rug from under me right now and strip me clean of everything down to zero, I'll be back in four years. (laughs) <laughs> I believe
0: that I do believe that. And, and I've, and I've read that more and more as people, the, the number one thing you should really be doing with all this, because it all could be pulled out from economics to, to whatever uh, recession, you know, um, is that you have to build the
2: skills, the skills. To build your back, yourself back. Transferable skills, transfer them anywhere across the board, mm-hmm. leadership, uh, working with people. That's a transferable skill that you could take anywhere. Get back on the clock. Scale your life down. I know how to put money aside. I know how to build credit. I know how to do all these things. Why wouldn't I use it and just multiply since I know how to do it? And four years, you're right back. Boom. Maybe in a whole different light. Maybe you're building houses. Who knows? But yeah. you'll be back. You'll be back. And for a celebrating, I don't sit back and say, Thomas, you're killing it. I just I don't ever feel like I'm killing it. Mm. <laughs> but if I buy a new, I'm a car guy. So if I get something new and it's going and it gets to the point where it's producing like it needs to produce, I'm buying something. I'm buying a toy. And that's your? That is my trophy. That's I'm your celebration. Oh, that's, that's your t- That's t- me. Yeah. So that's my celebration. I'm not walking around like, you yeah, I'm beating my chest like King Kong. Because I don't feel that way about myself. I feel like I'm not even at um, at the halfway point of where I should be or could be. I feel like I'm a late bloomer. I feel like, the, you know, there's all these different things that you feel. You, we are our own worst enemy. So um, I just buy, I buy cars, clothes, shoes, stuff like that. Just, you know, this is for me. Because I did this, yeah.
1: Now you have three young children. Is that correct? Absolutely. Like Ross, well, this this going to blow your mind? It's kind of like you though. It's going to so what do you, you
0: have three children. Are they six and under.
2: Yes, yeah. I have a five year old, a two year old, and a one year
0: old. That's uh, <laughs> almost. I'm I'm six, four, and one. There you go. Yeah, yeah. two That's daughters, sweet. and then the youngest is a boy. So you know, <laughs> you know. he knows.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and plans for more
2: no (laughs) no we went from man-to-man defense to zone yeah Uh, real quick quick they say either have two kids or 15 because once the (laughs) third one comes you're out of sync so yeah yeah, I figured we're, we're done we're done
1: now now is your your wife is it sounds like she's pretty
2: involved in the businesses with you more than me more than you really she's in like she's 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 sharp as a person could possibly get and to think of the potential that she has and where she's going because I'm 42. She's 32, 32. Who's thinking like this? Who's running stuff like this? Who knows the things that you're learning? now at 32. So she's going to be very, very dangerous at 40.
0: (laughs) I like that. (laughs) There's a, there's a, there's an aspect of getting into entrepreneurship that when you're younger, you don't even think about. And when you go to fall in love or pick your spouse, how important that spouse is. Either way, husband, wife, whatever. If you're an entrepreneur, uh, advice I'd give to a young one is, if you really, really want this, make sure that your spouse, your loved one, wants it too. I, I can't imagine how many people are out there in this world that because of their spouse, they were held back from
2: chasing that dream. I was almost there. In several instances, when I was dating, searching for my wife, I would meet people. You would hang out. You would get to know them really well. Then you start hearing, like, okay, in the next two years, I want this house. I want that. I'm like, that house is $450. i am going to take all of my income and your income. We're going to get a house for 450 I want to. I got things I got to do. And I want to settle for that house and just have to just be locked in to have yeah. to. That's paying for this house. Yeah,
1: we, we talked about that all the time. People like they just start, they start making a little bit of money and they just go out and they just buy this big house and then are married to it. And then you're locked into whatever you're
2: doing. You're, Never going to be
0: mortgage locked.
2: Your DTI is all jacked up. You can't get a hold of anything. It's it's that's your thing. Yeah. I settle my life for this house to say I have this house mm-hmm. so people can come over three times a year and you could serve and cheese and, wine <laughs> and, and smile and chuckle and all that stuff. Chuckle. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, 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 that wasn't it. So yeah, I, I like, mean, in my dating experiences, that's, I ran into that a lot. So I had to make sure I was clear And the part that I do understand from the other perspective is, okay, so you're going to be an entrepreneur. So what are you going to do? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But my credits already, my money's ready, everything's ready. So when I see it, I'm pouncing. But that's hard to tell somebody. You don't know what you're going to do, but you tell them you're going to do something, and you're not going to buy this house because of that. It's hard to hear. Yeah. So I get it.
0: Yeah, yeah. it is. It is for young people out. There, it is very important to have your spouse on the same page. Same page. And they should and they should know it earlier, or you're going. That's you're going to fall apart and,
1: and like you talk about those people you were dating they don't want that delayed gratification no nope. that that's a problem you see what i see you see with so many young people is they don't the, i there's i think i learned like one thing in college and i had this i don't know some business class or something and an attorney came in and taught it and it really and what he was talking about had nothing to do with the class but he gave like an he gave a whole like uh, uh class one day on delayed gratification and I feel like it was the thing I learned the most in college was that one hour of this attorney talking about delayed gratification. Absolutely. You know, it, too many people, like, they get right out of school, they, they automatically, automatically buy that super high-priced car, super high-priced house, and they just, then you're stuck there. You're stuck where it worked. Work. If you would have done that, you would have never left you know, the Department of Labor or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Ross would have done that or, and realized what he did. Well, <laughs> you, you, I realized what I did. <laughs> when you and bought that. I, co-
0: I corrected that mistake.
1: That, that urban assault vehicle <laughs> Jeep you bought right out of the car. <laughs>
0: hey, I almost, uh, almost punished myself for doing it to learn a lesson. I drove a 1990 Honda <laughs> Civic that I bought for $800 for three years. Because, all, I mean, it just the light clicked. You know, you're just getting those rabbit holes and you start studying. I sold that took the money that put it in the bank and then every payment and and car insurance that i was making to that that is now pretty much gone you know honda civics twenty dollars a month for insurance right i start uh, putting it in there know, i was a teacher okay put saving 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 until you know then it it started with a few rentals here a few rentals there then it flipped a couple and then all of a sudden you're in a position to move on to a bit you know same thing yeah. you, but but, yeah, I almost uh, had to punish myself to make me, you know, like, you just wasted all this money. Right. Now now I'm going to teach myself a lesson. Now you're driving this
2: car, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I could agree. It was hard. My first purchase, it was hard. It was really, really hard to buy that, <laughs> first, that first Am thing. I ready? Am I ready? <laughs> yeah. My, me and my wife had a conversation. It was for my 40th birthday. That was uh, 2020, right during COVID. I was like, I want to buy this car. It's a Porsche. Uh-huh. Porsche. Oh, you don't say that through <laughs> Porsche. Porsche. And she was like, Get it. I was like, Really? No, I, I'm not. No. But I ended up flying to Chicago, test driving it, loving it. Told him to ship it, signed off on it. And it came. And that was it. And one thing it does for you is once you get something like that, you're like, Oh, yeah, I'm not losing this. Yeah. Oh. The eye of the tiger comes out then. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. So it
0: probably can go two ways. Eye of the tiger comes. I ain't losing this. I want more. Or another person I can see, ah, oh, I've made it. Relax.
2: I've seen a lot of it. Yeah. I've seen a lot of it. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, 39. 39. Okay, I'm 42. I see it in our age group a lot. You yeah. see it. A lot of people are just okay. We're good. Yeah. And I'm nothing wrong with it by any means, but there's some potential there. Soak it up. I'm at the
0: age where I had to think about my age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm at
1: the age where I thought he was going to ask me, and I'm at the age where I was going to decide if I was going to lie about it.
2: Or not. <laughs> How old are you? 50. Really? Yeah. You look great, bro. Uh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Yeah.
1: See, we are going to be friends, yeah. Ross. You see that? <laughs> um, so I've, I've caught some of you. When, when Melissa told, uh, told me about you, I caught some of your grind series, and that's, I think that's where we saw like yeah. the stretching at Amazon. So tell us, and you have a shirt. Does, and, uh, and, oh, and and the gold chain. Yeah. Nice. So tell us a little bit about the grind series. The
2: grind series, uh, I started it before I even knew what I was doing. I started mm-hmm. it when I was detailing out of my garage. What year was that? That you started 2019. That's all, that's... I started the grind series, uh-huh. maybe even earlier. Just early 2019, I started doing it because I was working hard every day. And I just kept doing it. I didn't even know why. That just goes to tell you, like, when, you, when you're manifesting stuff in you to go somewhere that it just happens, mm-hmm. right? And I was able to just video the whole process straight through every day, everything from the beginning of Amazon to everything we've ever done. It's it's, it's in video. Like, oh, really?
1: So I didn't know all that. So I'm going to have to go back and start it from the beginning.
2: Yeah, the grind series is there. Huh. Uh, but I basically I'm showing people like, okay, people will catch me out. and They'll be like, man, dude, you, you're killing it. You, you man, I love the car. I love man, the mm-hmm. watch, whatever. But there's a lot behind this that a lot of people aren't willing to do it. If you heard What I had to do to do it, you would just be like, ah, never mind. So I put it out there and let people see it. And I do it to help people as well. Uh, The the most recent thing I worked on with people and put it on the grind series is a life audit. Instead of a New Year's resolution that's going to fail 80% of the time, let's work on a life audit. And I had to slow down the life audit because people wanted me to get it out before New Year's. No, you're not getting it all before (laughs) New Year's because you got to get out of the mindset of trying to rush it before New Year. Because you're going to rush it before New Year, and here you are, March, you're done with it, you forgot about it and everything. So I'm going to lay another video down, possibly today or tomorrow, for the last part, part nine or eight or nine, uh, which is going to be free time. What do you do with your free time? Uh, The Life Audit has covered health, finance, personal development, career, relationships, self-care, home life, and next will be free time. And we're going to seal that thing up. Do you have free time? Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, you're here, so now you got a little bit. Yeah.
2: Every evening, beginning at 530, I'm off. Really? Yeah. Well, as of recently, on Wednesdays and Fridays, I'm at Ben 51. That is tonight. Come in. Check us out. Ben 51. <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug, right? <laughs> uh, no. no. <laughs> what, what time do you go in? Uh, I'll be there around 6. You Usually stay, at Ben stay 51. Stay till? Uh-uh, eleven, twelve, Whatever. Yep, because my kids go over to the grandparents' house and hang out for that day, mm-hmm. and my grand their their parents, my parents, my my kids' grandparents, which are my parents, they live in my old house. I gave it to them. They're two miles away from me in Maryville, so we're good.
0: I may try to stop in tonight.
2: Okay, yeah, um, that'd be good. I got I got to work, but pick me
0: right. up. <laughs> we I uh, it'll be after the dinner rush, but. It, this is one of those.
1: What weeks. are you telling? Me? That's me. a little late for me. Well, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was saying without saying.
0: But I like that, <laughs> Roma's and Geno's is closed this week, so it's. <laughs> oh, you're slammed up yeah. there. Yeah, a little different. Um, but yeah, if I if, if I can get out there and tie thing I'll
2: come up, I'm yep. try to stop by. Yeah, I'm like usually me. there by six, latest seven, but it's usually the pre-dinner crowd and then the post-dinner crowd. you got your in-between people, so it's it's pretty good place. And like the last three weeks, the bar's been crazy. It's been people been in there, uh, people. Taking a tour of the building, taking a tour of our flights, all those things. So it's been good. Good deal. What What else? Free time. What What do you do free time? Free time. I'm in the cars.
0: He's a gym guy. I'm a gym guy. Lift
2: weights. that's it. Play with the babies. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> cars, babies. Some, some lineup
0: up besides the cars. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, I tried to, and I, I didn't think about this because I wanted him to try. I, I thought about it yesterday. It was a late notice. I wanted him to come in and try doing circuit like last night and then come in and talk about it uh, today that I thought would that would have be been cool, cool but yeah. i i didn't put it out there
2: in time i didn't it didn't like, it was a late idea so
1: i, w- I would like for, I'd like to i w- i want you to try that and just get your take on it i think it would yeah. be fun I
2: will definitely i'll, yeah. I'll take you up on the offer i definitely come yeah, check it out fun. and uh, go through the circuit and see if i can hang I'm going to give you some advice with it
0: Okay um when get here a little early okay and watch Todd <laughs> Watch Todd, do it's, it's a it's, uh, you like that little show that goes on. No, it, it's a uh, it's a reason. Uh, it's who you are, and it's a reason why the place has become what it is. Um, it's it's a superpower. Okay, uh, my wife has a superpower. She can fall asleep as soon as she <laughs> as soon as as soon as her head hits a pillow. I cannot. It's a superpower. Todd has a superpower of remembering names and this th- this guy walks in the door hasn't been here in 2 months um, and Todd has something for him to get. it's it's unbelievable how i'm gonna say uh, 150 people may walk through that door and every single one th- the people that he has met knows already knows their names yeah. and he has some kind of story with them no matter how many times he's met them wow once twice a thousand well, thanks, bud. It's, I appreciate it's, it's, that. It's 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 remarkable to watch. I feel I feel <laughs> it's, the energy. It's, it's, yeah. I feel the But energy.
1: I but I can't hang a picture on the wall, so I got to
0: be.
1: <laughs> but I so I got to be able to do something like that. No, I'm interested in you trying. I think I it'll be fun. It'd be fun to kind of to to bring that together. I'll see if I can keep up. You'll be
0: fine. <laughs> um, we talked about this on our last show. I um, schedule. Okay. You got all this stuff to juggle. Number one, I mean, you talked. You've hit it. You have to have m- m- g- great. I would say great management in place for all this to keep keep running the way it runs. Um, operations. The next thing you have to be, you yourself have to be organized with your time. Yes. What What do you use, and how do you go about doing that? Is there is there your your calendar? Is there a certain calendar you use that you've bought that? It's whatever, whatever it is, advice you can give the the stay organized that way with your time.
2: Use the, any method you can, long as you have a method. That's the part you have to have a method. The plan is to have a plan. That's all. That's all I would tell anybody. However, it works for you. Like my wife, uh, she's like, "Dude, you got an Android still, but Android. <laughs> it works perfectly." You know? <laughs> I use that calendar. I use my alarm system. It, and the that.
0: calendar you use is that just the Android? Just the
2: Android calendar, and it directs me if it says, "Open your blue notebook." right now and then it's going to tell me like hey thomas so
1: you okay let's let's see and i was i wanted to touch on that earlier because i you said something turn to page so you sort of have your your manual book here and can we can we hold the your your manual book up yes just
2: a which one
1: (laughs) just has a little manual book here so like this so the 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 digital form will tell you like hey look on page
2: it's already bookmarked. It'll tell me, look in there if it can't fit in the calendar, if it's something too long. Mm. Uh. Or it'll send me to my notes. Thomas, look at your to-do list. So,
0: yeah. When when do you update your calendar? Do you do your calendar on the computer or do you do it on your phone? Do it on my phone. Do you do it every night? Do you do it every
2: morning? I do it instantaneously. When you tell me, if you told me, Thomas, you need to be, uh, we're going to hang out at Ben 51 tonight at 6. I'm going to put it in there right then at 6. Like, And I'm going to put a two-hour reminder, a one-hour reminder, a 30-minute reminder, and a 10-minute reminder on it. So, I won't. I don't. I won't miss it. Yep. That's similar that's
0: to cool. how I how I do it. You know, our our last guest, Hugh. He he's every night. No, maybe it's. But he said it was it every night or was it like one time a week? He had a scheduled time. He had a scheduled he, time every day or every other day where he sat at his computer, which you know then sent it to his phone. But he he had um, he had purchased some <laughs> kind of calendar and knocked it all in, everything that he's going to be doing throughout the entire week, where he's going to be that calendar, was
2: set. So I'm just an instantaneous guy because I don't want to drop any balls once my kids get home. Yeah. Yeah, because once they're home, I'm about them. And like I say, Mm -hmm. me and my wife, we get three date nights a week. So Mm -hmm. we get to go on quick dates, pick the kids up. We're still home by 730. So we're still able to play with the kids. But we have our date nights and all that stuff. But instantaneously, as soon as I hear something, I say, hey, Google, blah, 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 12 o'clock. Thursday. It put it puts it on there for me.
1: Oh, it just it just popped up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So I don't have to worry about dirt. I've learned to trust calendar, myself to know. I've learned to trust myself to know I did it. Yeah. And I trust myself now to I know I did it as soon as you told me I did it. So yeah. So
0: again you you just you have the operations of your calendar down.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, and this is something for people listening that, that might listen to this to get inspired or motivated thing, but you, like everything, if, if you, and there's that old saying, if fail to prepare, prepare to fail, or what was that? How it goes? close enough. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of failing. Um, but like people who want to eat right, people who want to, uh, like, like save money, like write things down make a plan I, you know what i'm saying like meal prep and, and and we and i and we preach this so much here but if you don't have like a meal plan and a meal prep and 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 make it like, you know, tomorrow, this is, this is my meal plan. Like, you're just going to grab whatever convenient. You're going to do whatever is wrong. You're not going to do the right thing. And, and like saving money, P- write down what you're going to spend, write down what you did spend. Yeah. And same thing with your time, right? You know, budget out your time, you know, from six to 7 a.m. I'm going to work out from seven to eight. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. You know, you, you'll see that you have a lot more time and a lot more everything if you just plan it out.
2: And that's it doesn't take long. I don't understand how people can't find time to work out. I don't understand it. I really do not. Understand. <laughs>
1: you, yes, you can. It's an excuse is what it is. If, if those people would budget in the time to work out that they spend on scrolling through social media or, or doing things like that, that, that you'll see what you're, that's what I'm saying. You go through and you make a plan like, or if you don't want to make a plan tomorrow, go through and like write down everything that you do throughout the day. You'll
2: find time for whatever it is you think you don't have time for. And, in my opinion, working out isn't even about working out. It's about, that's mental. Oh, 100%. That's what well, keeps you sharp.
1: Now, you're probably like me and probably like Russ. We, we all started it because we wanted to be strong and look good Absolutely. and pick up chicks. But now it's, I got it. I Obviously, we, we want to look good. But man, it's I, I need it for my mental state. If it didn't improve me at all uh, physically for the rest of my life, I would still do it because... Of the, I have to, have, I'm a better person. I, my, I'm better at my job. I'm at, everything is better if I get that workout and get those endorphins kicking, you know? Absolutely. And like you always say, you know, you, you do a hard workout. The rest of the day is easy.
2: Easy.
0: You
1: know what I'm saying? You go ahead and get your ass kicked to the gym the rest of the day, whatever. Throw at me what you want. Let's you go. know?
0: Yeah. You work out in the morning. Yes. Right. Early. So do you have a, do you have a morning routine? We, we, we've hit on this, um, short little video about it earlier this week. We both have morning routines that, yes. that, that, we're both very proud of. I guess <laughs> we made a, about. We made a
1: 16 minute video about it. Yeah, we're very Go proud through of it. your morning
0: routine.
2: <laughs> First thing, as soon as my eyes open, when the alarm goes off, did you hit snooze? Sometimes. Oh,
0: <laughs> Todd, Todd counts every time that he hits the snooze. I didn't know this till the other day. He counts it as a loss because okay. I'm a snoozer. I, I, dude, I
1: can't. I get up at five basically every day, and uh, I don't want to. I don't want to get up at five and I want to hit the snooze and I've been doing this; I've been getting up at that time for years and I don't get used to it. And I want my, my, what I want to do is I want to hit the snooze two or three times. So like I told Ross, it's if I hit snooze, I got a loss. I got a loss already that day. And we talked about the, 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 the competitiveness in us. It's like, if I do that, I'm down one to nothing. The day is winning and I don't want to lose, you know,
2: it gives me a gradual wake up. I have a max of three. And and now, I, have, I feel
1: like hey, I feel like he's justifying snooze. What say? What what was the word you said I'm before not, that? I'm not a he called it he called it a gradual wake up.
2: Yeah, I do. <laughs> so all right. So if I need to be out the house, if I need to be up at five forty five, my alarm's set for five twenty. So I got time to hit snooze. So you're incorporating it's it's, it's built in extra sleep, maybe extra sleep, maybe play. Oh. Okay, all right. Right. all right. This is a family show. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. No,
0: that's a, that's a, I like a gradual
2: wake up. I like it. This is a gradual wake up. So I hit snooze, boom, boom. I got three of them max. I just, okay. Are
1: they the nine minute, the normal nine the minute? The normal snooze? nine minutes. Okay. So what
2: I used to do when I first started getting up in the morning was just as soon as you go off, I would just sit up. You know, you have to throw yourself up. And if you don't jump, oh, we right know. <laughs> I know. So now my gradual kind of helps me. You know, mm-hmm. so it works. Okay, yep. build
0: build that time now, in. Not I, I like I like that because you're not okay. I have to be up at five forty five and then I'm hitting snooze twice. Right, I'm, I'm building it in.
2: Take the eighteen minutes right. off of there and yeah. do it. Yep. yep. So I can just say okay. Mm,
1: I now do. I think science would tell you that those those. Two or three nine-minute increments is bad sleep. That's it's what science sleep. would say. It's, it's the worst. <laughs> you wake up after that nine. It's like, what, the, what the? You know, just raging, <laughs> raging.
0: But I like a gra- little like, gradual wake up is what he's calling it. You know, you you have to have a plan. You got to figure out what works for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I wish you would have said this, because now I'm going to probably try to, like, weasel my way into gradual wake up just myself. L- just learned something.
2: I did, so. ju- yeah. I'm scared of it, but I, the, <laughs> the, the movie Vanilla Sky. He had a Tom, al- yes, Tom Cruise? Yes. He had an alarm clock that started out real quiet saying, wake up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to yeah. try that, but I'll probably sleep through everything. But, yeah, it's not, that's <laughs> a nice gradual wake up, I think. Let's, let's get through his morning. Okay. morning. <laughs> yeah. okay. So I get up first thing once the alarm goes off. Boom. There's a, there's a bottle of water next to me. I take it to the face.
1: See, Ross, he's way ahead of you on there.
2: Uh, I on take the, it. I mean, I, when I say oh. I gulp it, I gulp it right oh, then and there okay. before I even yeah. get out the bed. Oh, so, <laughs> you thought he's dumping it on himself?
1: I, I, want, to, I <laughs> want to. I want to.
2: <laughs> yep, I drink it yeah, fast but, as I possibly can. Yeah. I call it dousing the gut. Yeah, you know, to get the gut ready to roll for the day. Uh, from yeah. there, grab my gym bag, throw my clothes on, brush the teeth, grab the car and get out the door. That's it. Okay, then to the gym, get my routine over with. Walk in the door protein, shower, all the bathroom stuff. Now you, are you
1: cooking food or are you doing a shake or what are you doing? I
2: do a shake. Mm-hmm. Um, then I eat fruit and vegetables all the way up until 1 p.m. Then I can eat lunch, whatever that is. I might grab a chicken breast somewhere because I'm moving around a lot. I found my targeted places where I can grab stuff. Mm-hmm. From, sometimes it's KFC, but yeah. it works. <laughs> right. Then uh, I eat almonds. I eat a pear, an apple every morning, a banana every three days. Cause I, yeah. It yeah. works better with my stomach that way. And that's my routine.
1: What What time are you... So you go to the gym. How far is the gym from your house? So, Eight minutes. I'm surprised you're not a home gym
2: person. I have a, a very extensive home gym. Just doesn't work it for you? It has everything in it. <laughs> it has, like, seriously, it has yeah. everything you could think of in it.
1: Yeah. Doesn't work. That's that's, that's a lot of people. Yep. Um. So you, you come back home from the gym. So what time do you leave the house to start to... To start your day.
2: Five. Oh, least
1: no, no. After getting back from the gym, you yeah. come back. You... Okay.
2: I drive my kids to Hazelwood to a in-home daycare every morning and drive back here every morning. So what time is that? That is, I'm out the door by 7.45 to get them there by 8.30. Then yeah. I'm back at Amazon by nine, if I'm at Amazon that day. Amazon is Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. Do you I'm live there. in Edwardsville? Uh, Maryville. Okay. Yep. Why, why go to Hazelwood? When we were educators over there, we found a place that really, really worked and she She's uh, she sees teachers' kids. She they, she puts them ahead of herself. They're they're potty trained early, and they're raging anywhere from babies up to like five before kindergarten and all that stuff. And it was just a great place. Found a great place. Found a great place. So yeah. it's just like okay, it must we,
0: be great if you're gonna take that extra time. To, yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah. we drive them over there every morning, pick them up every evening. Yeah, yep. And get back to Amazon or go go to FedEx. S- always my first two. Stops. You said Amazon is what days? Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. FedEx Tuesday Fridays Sunday nothing. Gotcha. Church. Gotcha. Yep. Um, so how long at Amazon? So you how you how is your schedule work throughout the day hitting those hitting all the businesses? Exactly. There- Amazon. Uh, my day at the furniture store. I'm there on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, the event space. I stop through there on Thursdays, sometime throughout the day to lock everything up because we have two B&I groups to meet there to make sure everything's clean for sh- any showings for the weekend and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, detail shop. I try to stop in there on Mondays and Thursdays. Um, what else do I have here? FedEx, like I said, uh, Tuesday, Fridays. And forget what what have have here, Ava's budget, I don't go there anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, um, home health. We don't have to touch it like that because we have people in place and everybody goes into them homes. But, uh,
1: it sounds like you really take care of your employees and you really care and you uh, you know what I'm saying you're building, like you said, trying to build them to move on.. Yep. Um, and so it sounds like you compensate them very well. Yes. Uh, so have you have you had troubles getting employees? Not not because of what you do, but just right now, there seems to be a staff shortage everywhere in every industry.
2: The only one is the, that's uh, Amazon where I, ha- I have to hire the most people. Like mm-hmm. going into peak season, you have troubles getting people in. But you know, uh, we do word of mouth a lot and we do referral bonuses if a person comes in and they stay three months to get 150 bucks, the second three months to get another 150 bucks. As long as they get, stay here to get 150 bucks every three months. Um, but a couple of other things I do for people that kind of help us out. Uh, we do we have a credit repair program in my company. Oh wow. So if you pay the 750, to get your credit repaired. I'll pay the other half of it. So it's up to the individual. So just with those type of things we want to help people do. So you are able to do something when you leave here. Um, But hiring wise, yeah, it was a struggle mm-hmm. in peak season, especially when it's time to ramp up. Are you always hiring
1: or like right now you don't need anybody. You got everybody in place right now. I'm always hiring. Always hiring. <laughs> every, every <laughs> Ross, same. you know that, don't you? <laughs> um, Do you have like a central office? Do you have a headquarters? A, a-
2: Four. Different companies, yes. For the Amazon company, it's my detail shop. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the off- – I have an office there. Furniture store, we have an office in the back of there. The, the event space, I have an office there. And I'm about to put a small office where I have a little corner to work out of uh, Bin 51. Mm-hmm. just depends on the day and what I have going on and what it's going to put me close to. So, yeah. And I have the home health office in Clayton, so I use that once or twice a week as well. Sorry. No, you're good.
1: Yeah. Um, do you travel? Do you ever get on vacation? Do you yes. go to – hit up Mexico do you hit up Florida or something do you travel yes yeah when I was guess. your last time
2: uh one month I'll say September oh nice oh, September yeah Vegas I like Vegas. Good I thought Vegas. Thomas
1: was going to be like, "Yeah, I travel. I take vacations." I'm like, what, "Did you have you taken one recently?" I thought he'd be like, "Oh yeah." And I'm like, "When?" He's like, "Well, hold on. Let me. 2016. That's what I thought was going to oh, come no. out your mouth." we were in
2: Vegas seven <laughs> times last year. Oh wow, nice. Yeah. yeah, we love Vegas. So we do Vegas. We go to Texas quite often. We go to Boston. Go to Cape Cod.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah,
2: Chicago. I like to go up there a lot.
1: Ross is currently training for Vegas
0: right now. <laughs> we go to Vegas every uh, every March for first round of March Madness oh really yeah there's a big group of us been doing it for probably over 10 years great started off as all
2: guys now it's all the wives and yeah, yeah it's, we used to do that when I worked for the school district um because March Madness was going on right around spring break yeah
0: yep, yep. And, yep. and I was a school teacher and
2: that's kind of how that's yep. when I could go yeah <laughs> So yep. was, weather's perfect and everything yeah, yeah. yeah we used to do that yeah yeah
1: um Thomas you got any advice for you know like young young people wanting to uh Do what you do, become a business owner, become an entrepreneur, become a community leader. Do you you have advice for someone out there who's listening to that?
2: Absolutely. Don't skip the process. The process. You must learn to follow before you can lead. you got to have a job. Go get a job. Work a few jobs. Understand what, what you're getting into. That's number one. Number two, whatever business you want to get into, let's understand what is it going to cost you. If it costs you twenty grand to start whatever business you're going to start, you probably need to have eighty, and you also need to have your credit established. You got to have those things ready. The safety nets that are going to keep you alive, because whatever business it is you're wanting to go into, isn't guaranteed to go. Longevity can make it happen, even if it's a business that doesn't jump for the first two to three years. You can make it happen if you could sustain it enough to keep it alive. So you got to have your finances in order to do that. I teach a lot of my mentees how to uh, use credit card stacking as a methodology to have your money correct. Credit card stacking, apply for a new card every two, two times, every reporting period, get a another, get another card. Cause if it's the opportunity is big enough, you can swipe the card to make it happen and turn it into cash to get what you need to get. If this opportunity is good enough for you, cause you're paying 20% on it. Mm-hmm. So you got to be real careful with that. But you can't walk into a bank and say, I want a business loan, and this is your first business. It's not going to happen. So if you've got to have some sort of credit set aside somewhere for something to use, and I see a lot of people do that, and they get to month four, and you can't make payroll. If you have credit cards and you're in an emergency situation, and you know you're going to regroup it three weeks later or something like that, you've got to, you've got to have something in place to help you. I've seen a lot of people deplete a lot of funds and totally just go flat with trying to start a business. Number two. I really could have
0: um, – uh, I didn't understand number two as well as I needed to whenever I started mine. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I thought I had I, – I, this is the amount I'm going to need to start it. I, was, I went farther than that, but not enough. Gotcha. And so, so that's so – you saying 20K and having 80K? Yeah, it's, yeah. don't double it. Yeah, you need to be over that. You need way yeah, over Absolutely. Yeah. Yep.
2: I liked it. Then, number three, I would tell people if you're going to start a business, are you going to have employees? If you're going to have employees, invest in leadership training so you understand how to lead. There's a difference between a manager and a leader. A manager just does your day to day things, they're robotic in some cases, unless they're taught to do otherwise. But you need to know how to lead, you need to know how to handle situations gracefully. You need to understand the person's point of view before you even get to even thinking about your own point of view. You got to be a teacher. You have to be someone who's going to be patient to help people get to where you are. You, in the business, have learned a lot of things to get to where you are, so therefore you better be ready to teach and be patient with the teaching. So you need to invest in some sort of leadership, something that's going to teach you how to deal with people because if you don't know how to deal with people, we've all seen managers who've been the downfall of companies and the owner doesn't even know it. So you want people, skills, and that's number three for me. Yeah. Those are my three hits.
1: I love that. Uh, anything else you'd like to put out there to our millions and millions of listeners?
2: I just got nervous. Millions?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: anything, else, anything else you'd like to, to add? Where, where, what's the best way if someone wants to find
2: you, follow you, something like that on, on uh, the social media platforms? Social media, on Facebook, I'm under my own name, Thomas mm-hmm. Harrell, H-A-R-R-E-L-L uh instagram is t harrell 80 i was born in 1980 uh if you put hashtag the grind series it should direct you my way
1: hashtag the grind series people check that out it's it's really me and ross got a
0: got a good kick out of which the the other day really check that out and i'm and i'm gonna go back and uh, i I want i want to see yeah i want to see where the
1: start the process started that's that's a great idea
2: yep and we have uh the reels I have on there are going through the life audit. You can click back through those as many times as you need. And I also do the daily stuff on the stories, whatnot, for what am I doing today? Where am I today? What have I gone through today? Those things. So check it out.
1: Yeah, we check will. It out. This has been fascinating, man. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm so impressed by it. I just, I can't fathom doing all that like you do. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, yes. it's very impressive. You're
0: an impressive man. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of people out there that could do that. It's, a, it's very impressive.
1: So. Thomas, thanks for coming in, brother. I hope this I hope this isn't the end of our, our relationship. Not at all. Hope it's just starting, my man.
0: Yes, sir. This has been the Eat Slay Live Podcast.
1: And we are the loxecutioner. Slay on, brother.
0: Slay on, brother.